Hello and welcome everybody to episode 174 of Motor City Uncut, presented by the Major Sports Network Detroit. We are back after a couple weeks off here, uh, one for the Halloween break. <laughs> Take a Halloween break! Woo! I don't know. No, the, our last scheduled show was supposed to be on my uh, my anniversary, so. How was that, by the way? Yeah. Overrated, right? What? <laughs> no. Um... So it actually fell on a Monday. But you we can't say that on the air, Sean. <laughs> hey. Only off air. Wink, Just remember what you said off the air. Yeah. Wink, wink. such trouble. Hi, Emily, if you're listening. How was it? Did you have oh, fun? It's good. We went like the weekend before up to the west side, of the, west side of the state. Not the season you typically spend in that part of the state, but it was a, had a good time. We had a good time. So, um, Anyway. What did you guys do on Monday? Go to dinner? Yeah. Where'd you go? Um, it was actually the first, uh, you know, I, I hate to be, I'm going to turn into, I'm so like vegan about this now. I'll, you know, the first thing you do when you talk to anybody is mention that you're on a keto diet, yeah. just like veganism and CrossFit. Uh, that was the first day that we had started that. So it was just like, we went to the Mexican place around the corner and got like pretty much nothing fun. <laughs> Couldn't eat tortilla chips anymore. What'd you get her? Huh? What'd you get her? Person wise, that trip. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. What'd she get you? Uh, nothing. Oh, just hugs and kisses. Yeah. And snuggles. <laughs> did, you, did you guys snuggle? Yes. You guys snuggled. Um. <laughs> let's get on track. Jesus Christ. Um. So it is November fifth here. We're on our hundred seventy fourth episode. Um. Kind of busy weekend in the Detroit sports world. Um. Last time we were on was the guys are assholes. I don't, you know, like I keep mentioning the 174th episode. I don't know why we keep doing this because you guys are dicks. Uh, anyway, um, you love us. In the last week, we've had a a kind of major, almost you could argue the most major trade the lines have made in recent memory uh dealing golden tate in the middle of the year right at the trade deadline for a third round pick to the philadelphia eagles um in the upcoming 2020 draft or sorry 19 draft 2019 draft um people were up in arms complaining all week that you know this you know why are you giving up on the season what's wrong with this team and then you know this weekend's effort and that absolute you know destruction that happened in Minnesota is the exact reason why you do that. Um, front office, management, coaching staff, whoever had a come to Jesus meeting essentially and realized that this team will not compete for anything this year. And in order to hasten your, I can't even call it hasten your return to competitiveness. Cause when you've, I mean, yes, you've made the playoffs, what three or four out of the last seven years, Fine, but one of you actually been a real threat. You haven't since um, right before I was born. <laughs> um, with that in mind, the, the best way to get there reliably is to stockpile draft picks. Outside of um, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jonesing all over the place and giving up a first round pick for Amari Cooper. <laughs> um, granted, Cooper had a couple years left still on his deal. Um, Four wide receivers and all really traded places here on the trade deadline during the trade deadline period. 
and you got the best deal out of all of them. Demarius Thomas went to Houston for a fourth, also on a last year of an expiring contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm forgetting who else besides Tate went. Um, who am I forgetting? Jack Cooper, Thomas. No, who was the other one? There's four. I know that. Uh, look it up, Sean. Yeah, I'm going to look it up real quick. I can't remember who the fourth one was. There's a fourth, though. Uh, anyway, point being, you it just sucks that Lions fans have to admit that uh, um, this team, th- th- their season's over. Management didn't, you know, at least had the balls to, I mean, they're not going to come out and say it because they still need to put butts in seats for the rest of the year and eyeballs and television they're not put, They're not pulling a Washington Nationals where they're like, oh, we could still make the postseason. Yeah. This, yeah, this year's over, guys. You're three and five. You were three and four at the time. Yeah, we're only one. You one game out of the division. Well, guess what? So why make the move at for... that point before this week? You'd only played one division game. Green Bay, you beat them. Yeah, cool. You still had what five division games to go against teams that have the kryptonite for your weaknesses. Guess what? The writing was on the wall. You weren't making. You weren't making the playoffs. And there's no point in making trying to make a stretch run or push for a stretch run at the expense of not being able to pick up some draft capital for guys that you know they tried to extend him. I mean, they to to their credit, they did they at least try. And they said and they said that they were pretty close until that final offer came in from Philadelphia to, to give them the third. Because the they were originally looking for a mid round pick, which was you know fourth, you know, fourth maybe fourth, fifth. fifth. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as Philadelphia came in, slept said, in we'll give you number three. Done. Where do we sign? Yeah, and that's something that I think re- reasonably. You gotta. Th- Here's the thing, guys. Most middle-aged or mid-career players that don't have atrocious contracts traded in the off-season when there's time to prep guys don't net third-round picks. Let alone three thirty-year-old wide receivers that are eight-game rentals. You guys, you got to realize Bob Quinn fleeced the Eagles here. Mm-hmm. Now, the Eagles are in a championship window. They know as soon as they have to pay Carson Wentz, that window probably slams shut or it becomes significantly harder to win. So they're going all in now. And that's okay. You took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And good for you. But you need to load up on talent. You need, I mean, especially as the effort this weekend saw, you have no speed in the secondary. Hi, Glover Quinn. Dalvin Cook's not that fast. He torched your ass. Mm-hmm. Tease Tabor sucks. By the way, you know Tease Tabor only played 13 snaps? 13 snaps. And how many, t- every time he was on the field, that ball was coming his direction. And how many flags they could call on him? Uh, at least twice. I know. It was, it was bad. Gave up a couple big completions, too. Mm-hmm. So he sucks. I mean, your offensive line, I, it, I hate to say it. I think TJ Lang's done. And mm-hmm. it's not like he's talent done. It's I don't think he's medically he should be medically yeah, cleared he to be, play. Yeah. Um, Rick Wagner got played like a fiddle. Mm-hmm. Taylor Decker's hurt. Mm-hmm. Gotten through it. And uh, Graham Glasgow constantly was getting beat across his face. I don't know what to tell you guys. Frank Ragnall's the only one that played kind of well. Mm-hmm. And that's tight, all. And, and that's tight end all. position was non-existent. You couldn't run the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. those are the kind of games in a loud environment like that, on the road, 
you can't fall behind. Well, what did they do? They fell behind early, and all of a sudden they have to force the ball down the field in a defensive line. And then here's the thing. They rarely blitzed. Now, I believe one of the sacks is minimally a corner blitz that was yeah. not picked up to the Yeah, it was one corner blitz. Side. The rest of them, like, it was all defensive ends. Like, this defense, yeah, defensive yeah, line pressure. killing us. Guys, I mean, you were outclassed there. I mean, we all, you know, looking on paper at the beginning of the year, you would have thought Minnesota was the most talented team in the division and right up there for the most talented team in the NFL. They showed it. Mm-hmm. They have better Jimmys and Joes than you do. And when you don't have, you know, the Uber coach, which you don't, you've got Paul Pasquale, who was a division, a mid-tier Division One defensive line coach last year, and Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jim Bob Cooter, yeah, because you know he's not even the real. He's not even the real good thing at Wendy's. He's not even the baconator. He's the <laughs> value menu bullshit. Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. That's the kind of effort you're gonna get. You know, you oh shit, we're totally out talented here, so we're gonna have to out scheme these fuckers. And then what do you get? Same old, same old. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. I, I don't know what everybody has to complain about. This team wasn't going anywhere this year. You got a you got a very good value for you got a third for an eight game rental. Mm-hmm. No, and, and and people need to keep in mind too that Golden Tate isn't twenty eight years old. He's, he's thirty. He's, 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 he will be thirty or thirty one. He's thirty. Yeah, he's on the he's on the wrong side he's, of thirty. Yeah, he's, he's on not, the downside. He's, he's not getting right. any, he's not getting any better. He and he's going to get signed ridiculously in the offseason. The yards after or the run after catch king. You know, he can be, yeah, but he's not going to be able to do Pretty that all the time. Pretty soon 40 times going to be timed on a yeah. sundial. Yeah. And you know what? They've, they, I mean, you got to look at what they did this past offseason. They signed Theo Riddick to that deal. Um, that was two years ago. Was it two years ago? Yeah. And it was like, what, three years, like 18 million mm-hmm. bucks or something. Um, like that. That's they, nothing. They, uh, they restructured Mervin. Um, uh, Jones in the country, yep. like this week. And they, they saved him like $2 million. To, and you have to expect, too, that. You know, this is going to force them. You're gonna have, to, here's the thing, guys. You're gonna have money to you're gonna have money to spend too because you Ziggy's uh, franchise cap, yep. franchise tag, whether he's back or not, he's gone. His cap number is gonna come down, yeah. or come down or off. Um, you've got who else is on? I mean, Snacks Harrison has a, like a three million dollar escalator. Yeah, he's year, here for is, next two more years, which is no big. He goes from like making like five to like being seven. It's some, it's, seven and then, then it's not six and then it's, nine. It's seven after. and then nine after that. Okay, so yeah, it goes from six to seven to nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? What's a you know you're gonna have more of that in cap expansion, right? Exactly. Um, Glover Quinn's up. He's making a little, a little bit. And I doubt uh, Blount's gonna be back. Garrett, well, he's only making two million bucks. So that's two more million that you can add onto it. That's not necessarily a quality player, and he's not going to be giving you much. We they, we can't run. That's mostly because of the offensive line being. Yeah, I, I bet you too. TJ Lang. I I bet he doesn't have any guaranteed money left after this year. I bet you he's released at the end of the year. Um, your guaranteed money with. I, I don't think Rick Wagner's a lost cause, but I think your guaranteed money's starting to wind down with him, and he might be gone. I mean, who else? I mean, Marvin Jones is a good value for your contract. You haven't paid Kenny Galladay yet. Um, you got a decent amount of money spent on your backfield. I mean, Abdullah is going to be gone. That that's last year's rookie deal, second round pick. So he's probably making it's about six the, million the dollar pro- cap. Lit. The problem with this though, Dorf, is is you can't. 
it's hard to build, it seems, winning teams in the NFL through free agency. Oh, you don't. It doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen. I mean, because, and you've said this before, that any player's worth a damn never make it to free agency. Yep. So that makes that Golden Tate deal mm-hmm. that much more important and something that you absolutely 100% had to do. Now, you can go ahead and make the argument that this division isn't very good and that you could still make a run at it from that standpoint. That's fine. But the way that the NFL works, the way that teams are built, the way that successful teams are built, you do it through the draft. You don't do it anywhere, anywhere else. Yes, mm-hmm. you, you can get some throw-in players. You get some, you know, some players through free agency to plug some holes. But the majority of your success isn't being made through free agency. Absolutely not. I mean, okay, getting back to what I was saying, you can cut TJ Lang and save about nine. You can save nine million bucks by cutting TJ Lang, so you'll have about two and two thirds million dollars in dead cap if you do that. Um, Rick Wagner's not. He's not out of his guaranteed money yet. I mean, you don't have really any money spent. Next year, you have tons, tons of available cash. He'd say it, guys. You could ever, yeah, you can have, you can go and spend on a couple, especially because you, you know how much dead cap they have right now. It's ridiculous. I mean, Golden Tate still carries a dead cap penalty for this year because he's traded. Jandre Levy still makes five million in dead cap. Sylvester Williams, the defensive tackle, three mm-hmm. and a half million to dead cap. Deshaun Shedd, who's back with the team, yeah. one point six million dead cap. Keen Spence, million and a half. Like in Tomlinson, still a dead cap. And then there's a bunch of guys under a million bucks. There's a lot of money that you can free up. You can remake this team, be aggressive in free agency. I don't know who's going to be available. Quite honestly, I haven't looked yet. It's way too early to care. But. On top of adding back a third round draft pick that you traded, New England has your third rounder for Deshaun Hand this past year. By the way, good pick. Kid's been great. Um, you got now you're back in the third round. You've got a bunch of mid round picks just from compensatory trade shit. You got I think nine or ten draft picks this year. You can really really make remake this roster. You need to do that because you need a you're gonna need a backup quarterback, you're gonna need another running back, you're gonna need offensive line help, probably an earlier investment rather than later. You have no pass rush, you're gonna need that. I mean, you need versatile linebackers on defense. You can use a couple you could use a free safety, you could use you can always use a corner. Like <laughs> thing is too, Dorf, you have to really get serious about doing this now because when you when you look at think about it here, guys. Matt Stafford's not getting any younger. That's what I was mm-hmm. gonna say. Is Matt Stafford? I mean, not that the window is closed on Matt Stafford, but no, you still have quality years of him left. I yes. mean, he's not quite Philip Rivers' twilight, but it's it's he's not. Yeah, I mean, he's not getting. Any, he's the first digit on his age is now a three. Yeah, you don't want to sit here and mess around with that anymore. I mean, this isn't this isn't twenty five year old Matthew Stafford anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Get, I got, get, I got uh, list. get serious about it now and go to work on the offseason. I have a list of top 25 2019 free agents. Go ahead. Um, there's Javion Clowney for... Sure. Would fit great into this defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Demarcus Lawrence, but he is a, can he be franchised. Rams back? almost acquired Clowney. Clowney. Mm-hmm. I think that line. You got Sue out there. We could bring Sue yeah, back. Yeah. No, not interested. <laughs> uh, Earl Thomas for defense. Nope. 
Uh, Trey Flowers. Yeah. Um, D, 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 D Ford. Yeah. Grady Jarrett. I like him. Brandon Graham. Too old. Uh, Frank Clark. Can't stop the run. Uh, there's some safeties. Uh, Landon Collins, Haha Clinton Dix, Lamarcus Joyner. Take any of the three. Uh, there's Ronald Darby, Bryce Callahan, uh, Sheldon Richardson. Sheldon Richardson would be awesome. Not gonna happen. It's mm-hmm. gonna make too much money. Haha Clinton Dix would be bad though. Knows oh, the by division. the way, he got traded. Yeah, yeah, he did get traded. Knows the division very, very well. I bet you he doesn't leave Washington. No. What about KJ Wright? Uh, too old, too injury prone. Tyron Matthew. Uh, haven't seen always done this year in Houston. I'd have to get back to him. That's pretty much all the defensive side. You could bring in. I, my only concern with this with Tyron Matthew is a Quandre Diggs clone, mm-hmm. and neither of the guys play deep half well. And I don't know that I need another Quandre Diggs. There's really not much on offense for top. 25 free age. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell for offense. Uh, no. Golden Tate. No. Uh, Devin Funches. I already and have. That's have pretty much Teddy it Galladay. for offense besides Teddy Bridgewater. I don't need to take a touchdown, Teddy. That's pretty much it. There'll be other guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you got to look at see who gets cut. Too right. And- like I mean, you're a cap casualties, and it's probably yeah. like that still, but yeah. Anywho, anything else, guys, on the lines? No. Season's over, suckers. All right. Um. Next, what do you think of the potential rumored Illich Sports Network? Uh, the idea that Chris Illich tossed out there into the ether that uh, you know we might just make our own TV network. We're thinking about it. Um. Is that real, or is that a negotiation ploy to beat up Fox Sports for better rights deals? It's both. Or, and here's the other thing, it's not going to be Fox Sports for long as part of that, you know, ABC, Disney, Mighty Mouse buying Fox, most of Fox's non-sports properties. Part of that deal uh, is, um, <laughs> is ha- they have to, like, to be compliant with the FCC regulations, they have to sell off all the regional sports networks. What's this? I don't, you don't want to wear your Puri rings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> By the way, it's Mickey's 90th birthday this past week. Oh, good for him. There was a special on ABC last night. Did you watch it? No, yes. No, played the propaganda. Did you? you, you did, is, it, is that where you cuddled up with Emily? No, it was, it was yesterday. And no. <laughs> um... I honestly, here's the thing, here's the deal, guys. I don't think, you know, Chris Illich may think it's a good idea, but it's not financially feasible. Fox Sports Detroit's reported operating budget last year was $190 million. There's not that, and that's spread across. They be having the rights and television presence of three sports, three of the four sports teams in the, in the city. They wouldn't get the Pistons, I'm sure. Probably. They probably wouldn't get the Pistons. They would get their own two teams because they can. I think they get the Pistons. Yeah, maybe. Pistons may not have a choice because there's not going to be anybody else around. Um, are you going to give it to, like, uh, what's the, the My TV Detroit Channel 
twenty or whatever. Channel twenty, which I think is basically ABC. It's ABC's like B channel. It's like the. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we run the because I think they run at ten o'clock news. Yeah, they run at ten o'clock news on there yeah. every night. Yeah. Um. But they, it's, that, I mean, you that's could. Your, I mean, because that's the, your other choice. I mean, because um, when UPN fifty was around, I mean, the Red Wings had a nice run on UPN fifty. It's when, a totally uh, different market, man. Oh, I know it's a totally different market, but it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. Well, what I'm what I'm saying it, especially is especially here in, in this market. The Illiches don't currently spend $190 million hardly. I mean, they do between the two teams, but they don't spend that much money on operating their own teams, let alone a television network. I just don't know that there's the ad revenue there to make it financially feasible if you can't like share and split costs with like some of that stuff that's absorbed by like the Fox parent network and the cost and extra programming mm-hmm. and crap like that to fill the rest of your 24 hour day. Not only that, Dorf, I don't know if the fan base is there. I mean, people people go on and on about how great of a sports town Detroit is. It's not. I don't think it is. I think it's a more than fine sports town. It's just I think there's it's, no I think good it's, product. There's, I think it's fine. I just don't think that it's as good as everybody wants to make it out to be. Yeah. And... I don't know if it's if, if I mean it's not Los Angeles bad, but it's not Boston good. It's not Boston good. It's not I don't even know if it's New York good. Oh it's not. No, it's not New York or Boston. But is good. it but is it I mean from the sense that I mean LA has their own I mean the Dodgers have their own network. Yeah, the Dodgers are also in a medium market over like what, four times your size? Yeah. But I mean I'll, let me tell you what. The Yankees have their own network too. Yeah. Yes network. Um, I think the Red Sox have NESN too. That is, is that exclusively theirs? I think it, I think it's. Cause like, aren't the Bruins on it too? I think so. Okay. Oh, and the Rangers and Knicks have MSG. Yeah, MSG. But, um. But MSG has something going on every night. So, I mean, that's, that's a different I story. like it from the standpoint, Dorf, I'll tell you what. I like it from the standpoint that it may show that. It's, Chris Illich is willing to give it a shot, give it a shot and do something with these two teams that I think a lot of fans in the area were kind of skeptical that he was going to do. And that was invest real money back into the teams like his dad did. Um, And the way you look at it, too, with a lot of these teams, with a lot of these big market teams, whether you're talking about the Yankees or they're talking about the Dodgers that's one of their driving revenue forces behind the way that they spend is that they have these, these, um, their own television networks to help, you know, print money in that sense, but it has to be the perfect market in order for you to do something like that. Absolutely. And I just don't think that Detroit has that perfect mark market. Now they kind of had something going with pass, but pass isn't around anymore. And I'm sure the everything that went down with that is totally different than what we would see this time around. I really do think, though, that the Red Wings, Chris Illich is trying to is trying is trying to leverage his situation a little bit better. And I think he's seriously looking at both. He's going to use it as a bargaining chip, and he's going to. I think he's seriously considering, you know, what the possibilities are with something. Do like you that. have any concern that it will become the like the team propaganda outlet? It doesn't matter. Foxes are. Oh, it, I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Not like it makes a difference because the, you know, 
So it'll be it'll be DetroitRedWings.com on TV. Yes. DetroitTigers.com on TV. Yes. I mean, we, we have it all over the place. I mean, you have... I mean, that's the reason that there are, like, beat reporters and story writers and stuff like that on the InsertSportsTeamHere.com. No, I across mean... Across the country. No, it's it's because that it, it's an extension of the PR department. It's not... No, and, no and, and it's the same thing, though, with the paper. I mean, you have you have guys referring to Ron Gartenheyer as Gardy, and they're supposed to be the... You know, That's why you need journalists in this town. Adversarial journalism. Yeah, and you don't have that anymore. So it's 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 it'll be nothing. It's because different. you can cut off their act. I mean, it comes back down to the the whole idea of well, I can cut your access, and then you're no longer making money for your institution, and, and then you're us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you turn, then you turn into just uh, anybody else that has a podcast. And old man screams at cloud. <laughs> Which you were a little hard on that cloud the other day, Dorf. What? You were a little hard on that cloud the other day. I don't remember. What was I yelling at about then? The cloud. Oh. What? Yeah, never mind. I don't remember. Oh, you trying to say I'm old man who yells at cloud? <laughs> Back in my day, teams didn't have their own propaganda outlets. Except that's exactly what the beat writers were, and we just were too naive to know it. If you weren't, you get kicked off the train. Yeah, man. What didn't old timey baseball managers used to pick fight with some beat writers if they didn't like what they wrote? Do they do now? No, like actually get in physical fights on Pro- the train. Probably. Yeah, you're you're not you're not a reporter. You're a scribe. Yeah. Again, I, I, it wouldn't be any different than what we have now. I mean, what's you know what's the difference? What's no? There's no difference. We've already jumped that shark. No, whether whether it's the paper, whether it's the internet, or whether it's TV or radio. I mean, there you go. That's what it is. Amen. All right. Anything else on this one, guys? Next, um, Michigan fresh off a forty-two seventeen. There's forty-two to seven. Yes. Taking to pound town of Penn State. Um. Michigan was just on the outside looking into the college football playoff rankings. Will they still be? I don't know, especially after Bama kind of put a whooping on LSU, who was in the four spot and just added Michigan. If no, they should be this week. I know they should. They should be. If U of M, because that 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 selection shows tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If Michigan makes the playoff, or which is the national championship, so minimally makes the playoff. Does Jim Harbaugh bowl for the NFL? This is Adam's topic. This is his fault. He gets to uh, he gets to talk about this. <laughs> I think, I think if he wins a championship, if he wins the national title, he is gone. Because there's if if that's the case, there'd be one thing that he hasn't accomplished as a head coach: Super Bowl. And he was, and he got a taste of it. And you can't you can't tell me that he wouldn't be wholeheartedly tempted to go and try to do it one more time. I I mean that I I think I think you dude, have to. He's got what forty or fifty million reasons to stay put. Yeah, but how much would he be making? And, and think about it; it's an easier job in the NFL. I don't know that it is. I think it is. I don't think you have it to is. go. You have to go recruit. You don't have to do any Your of path. That. How many game prep weeks do you have? In college football, 
maybe at the maximum somewhere between 12 and 15. If you play for a national title, it'll be 15 games. Okay, well, I... In the NFL, you have OTAs. You've got, I mean, spring practice and OTAs are kind of similar in that regard. Similar workload. I mean, you've got a four-game preseason schedule. You've got a 16-game regular season schedule out of 17 teams. You've then got a up to four game playoff schedule. So I mean, by the team, I know, but see, I think that's so much. E- I think that's so much easier than traveling the world have to do the. Hear I, me mean, out. I mean, you're, I mean, uh. it is so you don't have to manage necessarily manage egos because if somebody doesn't gel with you, you are the big man in the locker room. You are the biggest man in the organization. You get rid of them. It's not the other thing where you have to cater and make sure your big star players who make more money than you do are happy, because if they aren't happy, you go. It's not the it's 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 a players league. If your quarterback isn't happy with you, NFL's not a players league. Oh, it absolutely is. No, it's not. NFL's anything but a players league. I I wholeheartedly disagree with you. Okay. I mean, it, it's not quite to the level of LeBron James, you know, getting general managers and coaches fired on a whim multiple times in a tenure with one team. It's not quite that bad, and picking who he could sign in free agency. So you can play with his buddies. It's not quite that bad. But at the same time, you tell me if Aaron Rodgers wasn't happy with Mike McCarthy to the point where they couldn't work together anymore, like it's kind of looking like they are now. Okay. You're, Who's you're, going? Aaron okay, Rodgers or okay, Mike McCarthy? Okay, you're talking you're talking special circumstance though, with which happens in every And you almost saw it build a you know, Robert Kraft in New England have to choose between Bill Belichick that and Tom ha- Brady. That happens that happens in every league. Yeah. And you're and you're and you're talking about But what I'm two, saying is hold on, the whole no, 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 hold on. The two names that you just mentioned are Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Okay. Stop. Those are the two you've names missed, you've missed the point. No, I didn't miss the point. Those are <laughs> yes, the two names. Those are the two names you mentioned it to is, try to make a point. And it you is can't not, do that. It is not a risk at all in the college game because if Shea Patterson isn't happy, what's he gonna do? Transfer like he already did? But the problem, ahead, the problem, fine. the problem, Dorf, is it's it's when you're dealing with big time college football program, there's more than what you just mentioned there. Yeah, there's fundraising, on, there's boosters, and there's on top of that, you're dealing with the with parents. With, yeah, yes, the with the parents, you're dealing with the politics of the alumni and 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 um the higher ups in the university. Correct. There's a whole whole litany of shit that you have to deal with at the so big then time you, college it, football. So then as level. a professional coach you get to deal with fans who have more access than they do as a college team because league rules. Um you have to deal with spoiled and tired billionaire owners. You have to, um a boss um that actually has some Balls and has you know influence over your fate. Athletic directors are are second fiddle to coaches. The only thing, the kidding? only thing that 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 Jim Harbaugh probably has at Michigan is he walks on water there. Oh yeah, that's it. His shit doesn't stink. That's it. However, he can espouse crazy diet advice like don't eat chicken; it's a nervous bird. However, however, <laughs> no one questions it. If he comes out here and he wins a national title, you will have NFL teams lining up. With the Brinks truck ready to back up into his in, into his living room to bring him aboard, I I don't doubt they will. And and, and, and you know what, you know what he, if he was smarty, do you know whatever his offer would say, it's Denver or wherever. Hey, um, Mister Schlissel, Mister Manuel, they have offered me fifty million dollars over seven years. Make it fifty million dollars in one set, and I stick around. Oh yeah, and that's 
and they would be signing that paperwork. Oh yeah, and and you know, all right, let me call Stephen Ross up here real quick, and and we'll we'll give another check cut to make sure we can cover it. You mind giving us a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing that that wouldn't be the case. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying, all of a sudden, you put Michigan in a very, very precarious situation. There's no way that they would lose him for money. It would never be a money thing. Michigan, they've made especially so, if they win a title. They're athletic. I haven't looked. I don't know the raw numbers. I'm I'm just gonna you know based on feels here. I know this data is available. A year and damn t. Their athletic department has never been more profitable since Jim Harbaugh rolled into town. Okay, now keep in mind too. They will. Is, they will never let money be the reason they don't get to keep him. Keep in mind though too. This is a state university, so everything is going to be made public. So. So I mean, nobody has a problem with it now. Nobody has a problem with it now. But how out of how how ridiculous could that number get if all of a sudden you're Jimbo Fisher ridiculous? Okay, okay, that's that's probably more. That's in that's in uh, where's he at Texas now? That's in Texas. Yeah, where public too? Where you're sitting there? They're building multi million dollar stadiums for their high school teams. Different different set of circumstances there. Those are usually privately funded. You believe it or not, but. All I'm saying is that that could become a factor here yeah. in Michigan. How do you sit there? How do you sit there and how do you justify that writing that check out to a football coach? I'm not saying I look, I'm just I'm just I'm just looking at all the different No, you already got your W. You already got your W. I'm just so looking I'm going at, another one. I'm just looking at so all I the different So I can justify my fucking arrogance because I've won half a national title I'm just since looking the Second at, World War. Look at I'm looking at all the different scenarios that could possibly happen here. I'm not saying he's gonna go. I'm just saying that there's going to be more circumstance here for Jim Harbaugh to go as opposed to him, you know, losing in the Big Ten championship game and going and winning the Capital One Bowl. There's going to be much more circumstance. Oh, to I, think Jim Harbaugh it, I think it's leaving. four at this point. He wins one game the rest of the way. His floor is the Rose Bowl. Whatever. I have I have Michigan's revenue right here. Has it gone up every year since he's been on campus? Yes. Football revenue or sport athletic department? Athletic department. Well, is, which is has been it's gone up every single year since it's been at least fifteen mil per season. Okay, there you go. It's at a, okay. It's at one hundred and fifty-seven million eight hundred ninety-nine dollars. That's the athletic department, not just football. Yes, yeah, it's athletic department. Okay, look, you guys. Is I'm that not, profit or revenue? That's revenue. I'm not saying he's going to go. I am saying that there is going to be more circumstance. There's going to be more prestige, or not prestige, but there's going to be more of a um, of of an open bidding war for Jim Harbaugh, and you're going to be bidding against NFL teams for this, and the chance for him to finally go out. And believe it or not. I think the University of Michigan or universities that size have just as deep of pockets and just as much to offer they professionally. Ve- they, they very well could. I don't well think you'll make the jump. They very well could. But look, when you're when you when you're talking I think he about- wants to be recognized in University of Michigan lore and Big Ten lore as Bo Schembechler good. Even though Bo Schembechler, if you look at the Bo Schembechler isn't good. Let's be honest I with ourselves. I was going to say that he wasn't that all that great. Let's but- let's be honest with ourselves. Bo Schembechler isn't good. Tom Izzo. Really isn't that good either. I agree. I've said it. <laughs> Don't have to. You're not going to get me upset. One of the, one of the two. One two of the. You know. By the way, speaking about Tom Izzo, not that good. Did you see his latest hot take? No. What he said. This championships champions classic or whatever that they're playing in this weekend. We get the tip off against I believe number one Kansas here for the opener. Is quote 
just even quite a little. I don't think this is a direct quote. I'm paraphrase here. Slightly better than a Final Four. Shut up, Tom. Get past get get past opening weekend, dude. He's gonna. Oops, sorry, Sean. Um, he's gonna lose get to pa- Kansas, probably in embarrassing fashion. Yeah, get past opening weekend. He'll play the most infuriating brand of you know tight ass cheeks basketball. You know that was been abandoned by everybody else who's any good about ten years ago, and they'll get knocked out in the middle of the tournament like every year. Yeah, you don't have the upper end NBA level talent like you have in the past to make a dirt deep tournament run. What's Michigan State going into the season ranked at? Tenth. Oh, good. They're thirty three to one odds in Vegas and winning the national title. Good. So is Michigan, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thirty three to one. Top odds, I believe, is Kansas at eight to one. He lines a better coach right now, anyway. Oh, yeah, he is. Absolutely. What have you done for me in the last decade? Yep. But one Final Four appearance? Twi- uh, no. The streak of everybody who's ever walked into Michigan State and Tom Izzo played the Final Four streak ended like three years ago. So it was like, he made it one. one it's 2010. Like it was 2010, the last, the last one. Was in, where they lost to Buffalo. Did they go like two years after that and lose in the actual Final Four? I'd have to look, but you're right. Well, they did lose in the actual Final Four <laughs> against Butler. All right. I will look this up. The next topic is yours anyway. Okay. I'll have you introduce it. Go ahead. No, I, look, I mean, the Red Wings haven't had a good season. Um, they lost the other night to who they lose to the other night. Um, Some other NHL hockey team. <laughs> No, they lost to Edmonton. Um, Oilers scored like twelve seconds into the game, and whatever. It just it, it, it didn't look good from the start. But anyways, um, there are some bright spots on this season, though. There really are. You look at one of them in particular, Densterlowski, who um, is arguably the team's best defenseman so far this year. I mean, coming in, stepping up for a guy like Mike Green, who they lost. Um, at the beginning of the season due to that viral infection that he had. Um, really, really a, um, like I said, a, a real bright spot for this team, considering you were really expecting a whole lot from him. I mean, I think it was kind of a surprise he ended up making the team out of training camp. And... He, 2015, by the way. 2015? Yes. Okay. They lost in the Final Four to... Um, it was, it was Duke in the Final Four. Duke in the Final Four. Okay. So you got two Final Four appearances under your belt. Yeah. They were and over the last decade. Yeah. It went in 15. Now, if you had... 15, 10, 9, 5 is your most recent runs. Now, if you had, you know, two championship appearances in that time frame, then... But you don't. And Tom Izzo is one of the most overrated head coaches in the entire country. Yeah, they went 99, 2000, 01, 05, 09, 2010, 15, and 15. Anyways. 1979. But um, like I was saying, I mean, there's not a whole lot of bright spot to look at in this Red Wing season just because they are so young and they are so bad. I. Uh, I believe they're they're not the worst team in the league anymore. I think they're like the second and third uh, from the bottom now. But Dennis Chalowski, 
Very, very nice bright spot for this team. Arguably the team's best defender so far. Um, he was almost a point of night guy too. Um, since the beginning of the season, which is which is certainly good to see out of a guy who is, I believe, only 20 years old. Uh, and I'm assuming he's going to get better as the season goes on. Who knows? But um, another guy you have to, you've got to look at, too, is, uh, is Michael Rasmussen. This is a guy who many thought, including myself, that the Red Wings made the wrong move when they decided to keep him up. He wasn't. He was out of place. He was getting pushed around. He certainly didn't look like he belonged at the NHL level. And when the Red Wings decided to keep him up, not send him back to his junior team, I believe beginning of last week, when he was on the cusp of playing his tenth NHL game, I thought it was a mistake. And a lot of other people thought that I was going to be a mistake as well. However, ironically enough, the Red Wings. Showed some confidence in him, and he ended up getting, it seemed like, some confidence after that. The kid is going to the net. He's making plays in front of the net. He's getting some points. And he is starting to become a better contributor on offense than he was those first nine games. Which, again, you're looking at a guy who was a top draft pick for the Red Wings, Starting to contribute. That's a good sign. Now again, Dennis Chalowski, Michael Rasmussen, coming around isn't going to equal the Red Wings surprising everyone and suddenly getting into the playoffs. That's not going to happen this year. I don't really want it to happen this year. You want to get another high draft pick heading into the offseason. You want to you know, continue to get young talent in here good young talent and continue to build for looking ahead to let's say year three at the most. I don't want them to see, you know what? Cause I don't know when, when you get on it, when, if, if they start getting on a hot streak and all of a sudden they are, you know, four or five points outside of the final playoff spot. I think that's when a lot of teams start making stupid moves, irresponsible moves, and they start trading away some of the younger talent for guys who think they could, you know, put them over the top. And that's something that we saw with the Red Wings. Um, that's something we saw them do, you know, too much too often at the end of their 25-year playoff run. They're trading younger talent. They're trading draft picks for guys who could uh, possibly help them you know, continue that streak. We don't need that now. What we need right now is for the young guys to continue to play, get time at the NHL level, and continue to develop. Now, I may sound hypocritical because I was saying that, you know, Michael Rasmussen should be sent back down and um, he should be playing up here if he's going to continue to play the way that he was playing. Well, the problem with that is if you are a young guy who isn't contributing at all at the NHL level, and you're a young guy who is constantly getting pushed around, you're you know, you're know constantly being caught out of place, what's going to happen to you then? You're going to end up getting buried on the roster, and your minutes on the ice are going to end up going away. If that's the case, then you know what? You go back to your junior team, and you score 30 goals a season with them, 
and he continued to dominate at that level. Then when you get some more confidence in yourself, then we'll go ahead and have that conversation again in training camp to possibly think about giving you a roster spot once the regular season starts. However, right here and now, I don't think it's as bad as, as, as it would seem with the Red Wings. You're looking at a couple of guys right now, a couple of, a, a couple of upper-tier guys you drafted early, Dennis Chalowski and Michael Rasmussen, who are starting to contribute more as the season continues to uh, push on. And that's a good thing. And you hope to see that out of some of the other guys as well. So that's it, Dorf. Okay. Uh, anything else, guys? All right, just one thing we want to mention on the way out here. Matt Shepard and Kirk Gibson named to the full-time broadcast booth here uh, for the 2019 Tigers season. As we talked about a little bit earlier, the potential sports network topic there, uh, the rights for the Tigers are up for negotiation at the end of the next season. Um, what are your thoughts, guys, about Matt, Matt Shepard and Kirk Gibson? Um, not a fan. Not a fan at all. I'm not a fan of none of them. It's... A lot of people are going to be muting their TV. Um, I, what? I think muting their TV. I oh. think Kirk Gibson is fine if you're going to do a three man booth and he's the third guy that talks yeah. the least. Um, Kirk Gibson's voice is so annoying. It is, um, and that's why I don't think. And plus his health, I th- I think you're going to send him to an early grave. We're going to full schedule. I would um, rather hear Craig Monroe. He's so I know, bad. I know. That's what I'm he's saying. He's like Rod Allen with less between between Mickey York and R- Craig Monroe when they do those little mini breaks or before uh, pregame shows is so bad. It's cringy. No, <laughs> God, Craig Monroe. It would have been fine if the way he is now was like the first like three months on the job. He's gotten better, but it's still awful. It's just like, good lord! I understand why they're going to empty out the you know hire a big name like hey curtis granderson what are you doing you know can't get a contract well what do you think about broadcasting um no that'd be fun i think you should put him and him and uh dan dickerson on the radio i think it'd be a good combo who uh granderson and dickerson granderson's gonna keep playing baseball he might he's also gonna... what 37 and a free agent so we'll yeah. see. And he's smart as hell too yeah he's gonna be a manager no he's gonna be he's gonna be a broadcaster you really he's think gonna, so? Yeah, he's going to be... be a broadcaster? Or here's another thing. But you guys are working for the league. Possibly. Yeah, could be. League office. Possibly. I think I think his I think his long-term future though really is like doing like what A-Rod and mm-hmm. ESPN Studio analyst. Kind of like what yeah. what Poppy does and A-Rod the TV show. Oh. <laughs> Can't fucking understand him. him and... <laughs> I just Yes. Pedro Martinez used to be that way too, but he's gotten now that he has to converse in English all the time. His yeah. English has gotten significantly better. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you going down the border too to stop that caravan, Dorf? Yeah, that's not going to be here for what two two and a half months. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's a topic for a different time, different show, <laughs> different you know, different day of the week. Uh, anyway, no, no Curtis and, and Matt Shepard. I'm sorry, just uh, I actually like him for basketball. Believe it or not, he's a throwaway. Yeah, that's what Matt P. Shepard is. He's a throwaway. It, do they have open applications? We could go. Let's go off. No, no, I, don't want to do that. <laughs> no. I think they should have put Mario and Rod back on after what happened. Uh, I think <laughs> they would get more viewers. You want to? You want to? Sock them, robots. You want to? You want to see? Uh, 
side the, uh, the they're the undercard every night. No, you know, you know, you and, know, and, and like to be able to turn the filter off on them and tell them, you know, have them say what they really think about each other. You know what it'd be like? It would be like it would be like the um like the old WWE days when oh, you have when you have gosh. the face and the heel announcer. You know, like Bobby the Brain Heaton sitting there, <laughs> uh, going back I and don't forth. Have with, any idea what you're talking? Going about. back and I know forth. Exactly with, what you're talking going about. Going back and forth with Gorilla Monsoon, <laughs> and and then you would have like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then you'd have you know like one of them being the heel too towards the players like oh my god Miguel Cabrera he sucks why is he even still up with this team and then you'd have like whoever like oh come on he's a good player still he could still contribute he still can play DH he can hit base hits now we don't need him to hit home runs we just need him to be a good coach that would be great I'd love to see uh, and then a chair just comes flying and beating each other come on well that already happened (laughs) it's even more But I mean, oh, he's got to be a full Nelson. I mean, come on! I mean, the the Tigers are already, are already gonna heading into next season. Yeah. Already gonna have trouble finding uh, getting viewership mm-hmm. up with that team playing. I, it's it's gonna be bad, guys. I know it's gonna be bad. That's why you get Mario <laughs> Pemba and Rod Allen up there again after everything that happened. Rod Allen should have been unceremoniously fired about a decade ago. Yes, um, it's sad that it took him this long. Um. Mario is. I mean, play-by-play guys are most of the time they're just whatever. They're whatever, and and they don't really add nor subtract. And so I don't. I don't have a. I mean, Matt Shepard's not going to necessarily ruin my viewing. Oh, okay, it's not nearly as long as it's not bad as Monday Night Football this year. No. Uh, oh boy. Is it Booger McFarland or something? On uh, the Booger Mobile. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did you see they finally responded to people throwing shit at him because they couldn't see? Put a TV on the back. The game broadcast. Uh, you don't want to watch the fucking TV on the back of the Booger no, Mobile, though. if I pay that much money for uh, good seats for a Monday Night Football game, I want to be able to see every play, not yeah. be distracted by the Booger Mobile. Uh, what are they do? You know, What are they thinking? Bad move all around. John Gruden leaving that post to go and coach the Raiders. Dude, he got $100 million. Yeah, he got a lot of money. I know, I know. $100 million. That's, that, that's his contract. Just think about everything else. Whether he coaches one game or 160 he gets all of it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Ugh. Is it, is it John Gruden's secret plan to fuck up so bad for, for like three years to get fired and never have to work again? <laughs> He's a genius. Is that is is that is that his plan? Oh my god, that's that might be that might be pretty genius. I mean, that's like Trumpian forty chess there. Oh my god. He he's like he's he's the personification of that Kermit the Frog meme, where you know like the light the dark. Yeah. (laughs) Like what? Like like the hood on? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like him without the hood on. He's like. (laughs) He's like, I, I want to win a, I want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, come on, ah, dude, win a Super Bowl. <laughs> fuck it, win one game and take all your money. <laughs> uh, make sure you get fired, but not for not for uh, like something by getting arrested. So how else do we do that? <laughs> Just not give a fuck. Oh, speaking of which, did you hear the thing about Jamarcus Russell and the Raiders? Yeah. No, no, it's 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 released Bruce Irving and uh, well, fuck the Amari Cooper trade didn't do anything for him. And- well, I mean, you got a first-round pick. For That's what I'm saying, is that was actually kind of a good trade. Yeah. Um, release your, like, second-round picks for, like, the last three years. Yeah. Because reasons. Um, 
what was I going to say? Oh, do you remember, have you heard the story this week about uh, Jamarcus Russell? Yeah, how he the was namesake given. of my fantasy football team, by the way, Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. Yes, I am. I am. He was given. I've won lots of titles using. That he name. was given tapes to study by the coach to his staff. house. Yep, and he mm-hmm. said he studied them, but they were blank tapes. He responded, "You know what were on those tapes? Blitz packages." <sighs> I wonder what he's up to these days. I don't know. Good question. If he was smart, he wouldn't have to work again. And that was back in the day when you got fuck you money guaranteed. It's no oh, yeah. pick. Yeah. I mean, number one picks today still get fuck you money, but that was fuck you money. It's part of the reason why the Lions haven't been good too anymore. Part of it. Stat Patford may go down as the richest man ever. I mean, Sam Bradford's giving him a run for his money because somehow he still gets $15 million a year to make the restarts every year. Oh, by the way, yeah, he's a free agent again. Backing up Stat Padford against Jerry Jones. He'd get hurt holding the clipboard, man. Oh, God. He's going IR for a hangnail. What a, what a, what a disappointment he was. Do you win the Heisman Trophy, too, David? Yeah. Not that that means anything. Yep. And, and the pros, but God. I remember their time with the Lions pot. Wait, no. He didn't come after Stafford. He did what, come before. Back. Did he go before Stafford? He was here before, wasn't he? Who what was it? Oh, yeah, he was. Who? Sam Bradford. He came right the year before yeah, he uh, was the Stafford. Only number one Stafford was yeah. online. Okay. And Demarcus yeah. Russell actually coaches his a high school football team as their quarterback coach. So I am head coach. He's an assistant coach <laughs> for a high school team that pays probably about three grand a year. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're in Texas, then it probably pays like twelve. Yes. Okay. Hey guys, just be really, really shitty at your job, and you can make a lot of money. No, good for him. You know, fail upwards like I did. Just be able to throw seventy yards from your knees at the combine, and you'll be all set. Yeah, good for him, though. <laughs> oh wait, Al Davis is dead. That won't work anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. His, uh, that his, was, and then like the his, son, his son gave a hundred million dollars to John Gruden. Yeah, I was gonna say John Gruden must have like embarrassing like photos of the Davis family somehow. Paying that much money to a guy who hasn't coached a day in the NFL in how long? A decade. Yeah, that'd be like well, it wouldn't be as bad as somebody going out and paying some that money to Bill Cower, but it's kind of getting there a little bit. I'm getting there a little bit. <laughs> All right. Anything else, guys? No. All right. I don't even know. I don't even know what we have next week. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? I don't know. In your pocket? There's this thing called my your phone. I don't know where it yeah. is. Um. Are we on next week? Uh, no, we are not. Okay. Two weeks. Two weeks. All right. Two weeks. I have to play out to our music. I, I'm bad <laughs> at stalling. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we know. Uh, Jeez, come on. Let's go. Uh, oh, he's choking. Yeah. All right, guys. That is going to wrap up episode 174 of Motor and Uncut, presented by the Major Sports Network Detroit. Join us in two weeks for the next episode of the podcast here. So for uh, Sean, or catch us on our archive, YouTube, uh, Ustream, everywhere. Facebook. Facebook. I don't know. Periscope. Places, Please, places on the interweb. Is Periscope even a thing still? Yes, yeah. Twitter owns it. 
haven't heard anything crazy about it completely. You don't watch Alex Jones rant, red face in the camera on it? It's great entertainment. I thought it wasn't on there. Not anymore. Anyway, we'll see you all in two weeks. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my God.